Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. Yeah, it is time to talk some Greyhound racing on Sky Sports Radio. And Simon Orchard is on the line from Greyhound Race New South Wales to join us to talk Going Greys. And on this Thursday, Simon, we're one sleep away from running out of time um, in the honoured Goulburn Cup and Goulburn Fireball. It's going to be a beauty, isn't it? Yeah, you're spot on, Dave. Good morning, mate. Good morning, listeners. Big, big day at Goulburn tomorrow. The two features, as you mentioned, the Goulburn Cup and the Goulburn Fireball. Prize money for both events has increased in 2022, Dave. So the winner of the Cup will take home $40,000 and the Fireball champ will pocket twenty five grand. The sport just continues to go from strength to strength, especially in the state south. And to put that into perspective, in the early 90s, Dave, I've been talking to a few old-timers this week, the Cup was worth 1000 bucks. And the fireball was run in 2016 for the first time, and it was worth 5000 So a $20,000 increase in just six years for the fireball. And, of course, we know the Golden Cup's gone from a grand in the 90s to 40 grand today. So it's a great reward for participants, and it's the reason we saw such great fields in the heats last Friday. Now, tomorrow, of course, we've got the two feature finals, and I think Pat Day and the committee down at Golden will be rubbing their hands together. There's so many good potential stories to come out of the features. Plenty of local hopes. Johnny Mellon with Melcat Big Boy, Denise Warren with Mosky Star, Neil Staines with Wiradjuri Jack. They'll all fly the flag for the locals in the Golden Cup. Neil Staines also has mentored Larry in the Fireball. He'll be attempting to be the first trainer to, go, to win two of those events. He won the first in 2016 with Spider's brother. And, of course, Chloe Bilal will rug up Lime Rock Park in the $25,000 feature as well. But look, I reckon the favourites in both races are going to be hard to topple. Aston Barrick for Jace Fletcher in the Cup. He's flying. He's won seven of nine at track and trip. He took out the Southern Star Series earlier this year. He's a deserved favourite right now. And in the fireball, Apollo Speed for Lisa and Dave Worthy certainly has the runs on the board. 20 wins at track and trip. He racked the 20th win up last week in the heat. Arguably the best short course dog in New South Wales. And it's going to be hard to beat. Plenty of chances, though. And one man that'll be trying to knock all of them off in both races is Victorian David Geel. He's got Ferdinand Boy running from box eight in the cup and Hilltop Johnny will jump from box five in the fireball. Jeez, talk about the visitor's draw. Dave joins us on the line now. Morning, Dave. How are things ahead of a big day for the kennel tomorrow? Yeah, good morning, Simon. Yeah, all good. Uh, everything's gone good. So, um, yeah, now it's, uh, they've finished their galloping leading up to the race. So it'll be up to the dogs now. Hey, before we get into your two runners tomorrow, Dave, tell us a bit about the love affair with Goulburn, mate. You've been a big supporter of the club for many years. You often make the big trip up for the Cup. You won it in 2019, of course, with Emerald Rainbow. You're one of only two Victorians to ever do that. Why do you love Goulburn so much? Yeah, it's. Um, I just found when I went up years ago, um, I um, in for both races, the Fireball and the Goulburn Cup, and I don't know, I just um, found the people... Uh, we're really friendly. A lot of people you saw you don't know, you you don't know, and, and the ones you do know, of course, you know, but they just all, it was just a good environment. Um, it's fantastic viewing that um, in the restaurant area there. It's it's great viewing of the course or, or of the track and um, and also the distances, um, and, uh, good distances, and then also the catching pen. I like the catching pen. It was... Uh, it's got to be, the, you know, with the best in Australia at the time, but now Sandown and Geelong have sort of, um, no, I don't know whether it's copied or got the right idea, but uh, they've got the long run into the catching pen by Goldburn, and, and I'm a big um, advocate, you know, of the safety of the dogs in going into the catching pen after the race, you know. So I do like that as well. 
But the hospitality um, is fantastic. They look the way they look after us Victorians, or make sure that everything's um, you know gone to plan. Or they can't just they can't do enough for you, basically. Simon, and um, yeah, it's just a good feel when you race there. Yeah, you're spot on, Dave. Every time I go down there to obviously cover the races, everyone from the canteen staff to the kennel staff to Pat Day himself and Gary Clark, always happy to shake your hand and say good day. It's a very friendly place. Hey, let's talk about the Golden Cup final tomorrow. Aston Barrett, currently the favourite for the race ahead of Melcat Big Boy. I think your guy, Ferdinand Boy, at the moment is on the third line of betting. Dave, how is he and how do you expect the race to play out tomorrow? Yeah, good. Actually, surprised me. He's probably third on the betting. I thought he might be about, you know, mid to and the bottom three because um, he's just not winning. His win strike rate has dropped away since he's not beginning. But he has drawn box eight, which gives him a, re- a real chance. There's no doubt. I-, I think if we had a draw in the middle to seven sort of thing, we we would have. It would have been very difficult uh, unless he got back to his old ways of, you know, jumping fast. But box eight's going to give him a chance to at least jump with the field, and and he will accelerate very, very fast, and he won't he won't cut over to the fence. So it's a good draw, really. But then it's such a hot field, you know. It's uh, he's going to have to do everything right. Tell us about those box manners, mate. We've we've chatted on the phone a couple of times in the last few weeks and weeks and. He has been missing the start a bit over the last few months. Can you put your finger on what might be going on there? And I guess for trainers out there who are struggling with similar issues, is there anything you can try and do to sharpen the dog up that maybe isn't jumping that well? Um, I've just found over a long period of time that uh, you've got to, it's very difficult to fix them once they're broken in and pre-trained and, and ready and they had a few races. It is difficult to fix them because you can fix them uh, in a quiet environment, you know, like in a bull ring with no noisy lure. Uh, you can fix them and we have been able to, to improve box manners. But when they're, they're an older dog, experienced and a race dog, um, it's very difficult, you know. You, uh, um, he's just getting to 100 starts and and he's probably getting a little bit more anxious and madder and more even uh, just so competitive that uh, when he knows there's dogs, he um, it just stirs him up uh, a bit a bit too much these days. And he, yeah, he's just a, it's been a worry. He's just not beginning. And uh, but because he moves around, there is that chance that he might move around at the right time as the lids <laughs> as the lids open. So that's what we're hoping. That's what he's got to do. Yeah, he will. Hot field tomorrow, as you mentioned. A lot of lot of pace inside, so it'll be interesting to see how the first 100 metres shapes up. He's been a marvel, hasn't he, Dave? You mentioned nearly 100 starts, group two wins at Warrnambool, Ballarat, Shepherd in the last 18 months. He won down in Tassie as well. For the uninitiated listening out there today, I guess, can you explain a little bit of the difference between a one-turn track dog and a two-turn track dog and why some dogs like Ferdinand Boyd just seem to go better on one or the other? Yeah, look, Simon, in his case, it was more um, that he he puts in so much. And early in his career, the first 18 months especially of racing, he he gives everything. He's an absolute, just uh, a machine uh, chasing. And he leaves nothing left. And, he, and the 515 metres at Sandown or Meadows 525, or we never contemplated going to Wentworth Park, 
um, because when I did trial him, he did go pretty good, actually, 29.53 publicly at Sandown, but it did knock him about a bit. Um, he went so quick early, something like 4.96 early, uh, 18.50. And for the Victorians and the Sydney guys that know that 18.50 it's just, it's, yeah, there's not many better that can do that, uh, go better than that. And he put in two, just so much, it did knock him about. And I just felt that the dog, I, I was going to have a real problem managing the dog, uh, whereas a lot of us, you know, or some trainers might just uh, keep going and, um, you know, and and they, he would have won, you know, maybe six or eight races in Melbourne. Uh, over that distance, but I would have had to manage it, though, you know, if I kept him racing. So we made the made the decision just to say, well, let's let's nurse him from now on. Um, he's so explosive uh, that let's just nurse him and keep him on the up to four sixty meters, and and it's worked well, Simon. And look, I've I've learnt, you know, I've learnt something. You know, I could have pursued a a 500-metre career, but it wouldn't have been the success that he's had. He sure has been successful, Dave. You mentioned um, earlier that he had almost 100 starts. I'm not saying he's getting towards the end, but he's certainly closer to the end than the start. When it's all said and done, mate, where is he going to sit in the hierarchy of greyhounds you've had? Because, of course, uphill Jill, Group 1 winner, ran in, I think, 17 group finals. Koblenz, a Melbourne Cup winner, one of yours as well. My Redeemer won over $650,000. When Ferdinand Boy has run for the last time, where, where are you going to rank him? Yeah, he would be our best one-bend dog, um, even though Co-Blends was a very fast... Uh, he were, He's the only... Well, only two dogs ever have broken 25 at Ballarat, uh, they tell me. The other one was Over Limit, dog called Over Limit, that went to stud and did quite well. But he's a... Uh, Co-Blends was fast one-bend, but... Uh, he was more of a, a two-bend dog, uh, Co-Blends. Um, but one bend, he's, he's the best, and I'll never get another one, uh, Simon, because I just know I'm, I'm a realist, and, and you will never get another dog that can win four cups as well as, you know, Warnable Derby, Shepherd and Classic, and just goes on and on. There's that many other... Uh, a pink Diamond, $75,000 pink Diamond, and... There's that many. I, I can't even remember all the other uh, feature races. But so I'll certainly I couldn't see getting another dog to do that. So he'll be ranked number four uh, out of our best, you know, along with Coblenz, My Redeemer, and, and Uphill Jill. Uh, they were because they were two Ben dogs and 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 big group winners, you know, Group Ones and uh, Group Two. So they'll be our top three. But he, he certainly will never get one like him again. It's great company, isn't it, when you talk about sitting in the same uh, same companies, Uphill, Jill, Coblenz and My Redeemer. Mate, let's um, let's turn our attention quickly to the fireball. It's worth $25,000 to the winner. It's for the short course dogs. You've got Hilltop Johnny. He's drawn in box five. Look, no one really wants to be in there at the best of times, especially in a race with so much speed. The fancied runners are all drawn inside him, Dave. Lime Rock Park in one. Apollo Speed in two, Special Star in four. Do you give him a chance, and how is he going to win if he does get up tomorrow? Yeah, he, he's definitely got a chance, Simon. Um, he, he does nail the start, um, oh, look, probably about 30%, uh, one in three. He does nail the start. And when he does, like at Geelong over at 460, he went 641. 
and 642. And, uh, you know, when he does get it right, he's as... And he took on Typhoon Sammy uh, briefly before. Typhoon Sammy was just too good for him in the Bendigo Cup heat. But um, when he gets it right, he's actually... Yeah, he can really go, that dog, but he just lost his way, didn't he, last week? He came around the home corner and... Um, yeah, he seemed to get lost and, you know, with the track um, a little bit different to Geelong and Ballarat and Shepherd. And so he's good enough, but he, he the only way he can do it, he's going to have to nail it and that's it. But uh, we know what he can do. So, yeah, the others, yeah, as you say, there's probably three or four there that are going to be very hard to lead. Uh, but if he does what we know he can do, he, he will lose the dog. He, he is very fast early um, when he when he gets it right. Dave Gill's got two good chances tomorrow, both in the Golden Cup with Ferdinand Boy and in the Fireball with Hilltop Johnny. Finally, Dave, for punters out there who may be like a futures bet or at least keeping an eye on a young, promising dog coming through, it's a big couple of months ahead in both New South Wales and down in Victoria. Have you got any youngsters or emerging types, mate, that people can maybe look out for? Yeah, we've got a couple of young young dogs that haven't raced. They're getting closer. Um, a nice collision, Zara's entity. Um, he's going real nice at the moment. He, you know, one of the next litter, a litter, later litter to Zach's entity, and she's refined. And Zara's entity, uh, she's been a fantastic producer, but of fast dogs, and he's a nice dog doing everything right. And and we've got a nice Barsha Bale Shimmer Breeze. A dog, a blue, a blue dog. He goes good. He's getting, he'll be getting ready to race. Should be racing. You know, it could be six weeks. So we have got a couple of nice ones. Um, and oh, look, I know, like a dog we've got from New South Wales just recently that was a bit stiff last night called Roughshot. I'd be watching out for him um, shortly. Roughshot. He, um, yeah, he's a nice type. Got a big motor up in New South Wales, and we're hoping to um, he can continue on. Uh, down here. There you go. Rough shot, maybe one to Black Book. Dave, safe travels tomorrow, mate. Good luck in both the Cup and the Fireball at Goulburn. Thanks, as always, for continuing to be such a great supporter of Goulburn Feature Racing. Yeah, thanks, Simon. Thanks for having us on. Yep. There he goes. Dave Gill from one Dave to another. DS, he's a great trainer, Davey Gill. I always enjoy picking his brain about our great sports and wonderful insights there for trainers, for participants, or even just for Greyhound fans. And he's got two pretty decent chances going around tomorrow in both the features at Goulburn. Yeah, very much so, mate. Uh, what was that good dog uh, he had? Was it a good bitch? Um, the name eludes me. But I remember when I first started at Sky, it was a few years in. I'll think of it. It'll be one of those things I think of later on, you know, when I'm just doing something else and I'll just yell out the name randomly, you know, when you sometimes do that, mate. Um before we uh, wrap it up, mate, what about uh, some of these futures bets? Um, I wanted to ask about some runners we can maybe put in the black book today. Yeah, look, I think uh, tonight, Dave, we've got some future stars maiden races on at Maitland. So it's a really good series. We've got six heats of the maiden up there. Uh, this is where some of the emerging types will start showing up. And, of course, some of the good kennels start bringing their dogs along to run in in these maidens, which are worth a bit of money. There's a couple that I've got my eye on. So if you're looking for a bet tonight, Maitland, race two, number four, got the feature. Uh, Dave Smith has his son of Fernando Bale out of She's My Chicky. Now, She's My Chicky produced blacktop winner French Martini, uh, an ice cream story who was also with Dave Smith between the pair. 
They've won over $230,000. So the litter, the first couple of litters could certainly run. And Dave had Ice Cream Story, whose career sadly was cut short by injury last year. So it'd be nice to see him go well. We've got the feature. I uh, spoke to Dave yesterday, and we know this can either be terrific or treacherous, but he's got, he's got really high hopes for him. He thinks he's the best of his three going up to Maitland tonight. So he's a $3.80 chance. That's race two, number four. Got the feature at Maitland. And then the very next race, race three, number five, Nangar Pearl. Again, backing in a proven kennel here with Dennis Barnes. I've been told, Dave, that if Dennis Barnes is rolling out of bed and heading to a big maiden, you better keep an eye on his dogs. He's got a couple running around there tonight, I think. Race three, number five, Nangar Pearl is the best to keep an eye on. She's only small. That probably cost her in her only start at Wenty last month. She got uh, bumped on the corner and her race was over. She's been tipped out. For a month, she's back here tonight. There was big support for her last start. She was about a dollar fifty when she got rolled. Tonight, she's a two dollar fifty favourite at Maitland. I think she can run really well. So, if you're looking for some dogs to keep an eye on over the next couple of months, we heard Dave Gill mention Rough Shot, but you can also get a couple at Maitland tonight. Race two, number four, got the feature, and race three, number five, Nangar Pearl. All right, sensational, mate. Uh, you have a good day. Thanks for coming on. Hooray, guys.